Hey guys, welcome back to the WBF podcast, and I'm back again with my beautiful wife, Jody. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. We've had some amazing teachings lately. Yes, we um, have. Shout out to Danny and Christy Kidd for their Bible, their life group they've been doing. It's been really, really good. A lot of amazing stuff. Danny's been talking about vision. Yes. He's been talking about agreement. He's been talking about some really, really, really good stuff and has a lot of scripture to back it up. And uh, something he shared with us this last Friday was that him and his family sit down once a year and they make a list. Yes. And they make a list of goals. So amazing. They've been doing it for quite a while and we were uh, super inspired by it. I think they started in like 2011. I think it was the first year. I can't remember exactly. They had the dates on them. They actually were like open and transparent enough with us to show us the list that they've created, which, you know, could be very personal. And they talked about, you know, it took them a while. And then they put it up on their fridge, you know, for everyone to see. Like they just have this really awesome story of you can be kind of scared to like share pe- with people because some people would come over and maybe see that and say, is that really what you believe in for? You know what I mean? Is that too much? Is that too little? Oh, are you yeah. struggling with that? But what a beautiful, beautiful thing that they were so transparent with us because, man, it was inspiring. It was. It was super inspiring. It, it inspired crazy. us and he encouraged us all to make a list. And uh, they had physical and spiritual. So they had physical goals, monetary goals. Uh, It doesn't have to be only monetary, but just more like, yeah, health, uh, just basic, you know, necessities that you have in your day to day life. And then they had a spiritual uh, set of goals, like, you know, just what they wanted to achieve with their walk with with the Lord and stuff. So it was really cool to see. It's like a New Year's resolution, but better. And Danny said something very interesting. He said, you know. It, you going to church on the weekly and praying with the prayer team and screaming at the devil, it can it can do stuff for you and everything, but nothing hits you in the gut like when you come home after slipping up or falling a little bit on your face and you look at that list again and you realize that you're falling. You know what I mean? You're like falling a little bit short of the goal you had set before you. And as a man, I was like, wow, that, that would really put a lot of more pressure and, and a good kind of pressure on me to like have to sit there and and as i fall short look back and say no that's not what i that's not what i plan on achieving this year and it could be a really good helpful reset for some people i think yeah it was awesome because as you saw their list progress throughout the years you could see where they check things off and they cross things off and you could just see how faithful god was to them and you could just see some of the things that were on there were repeat. That it was like, we're still believing for this. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we're still walking this out. And you could just see the growth in their relationship with God. And I, gosh, how incredible to look back and say, you know, remember when I really struggled with that? Well, look what I can do now. Yeah, right? not giving up on something, you know, c- continually putting it on the list year after year, even if you don't achieve it. And they're so successful, and you and when we when you see people like that in church, you just think they always had it. They always had it figured out. And so for Danny to be so transparent about, you know, no one's perfect, and how you know his shortcomings, but still like how powerful he is. You know, he teaches 
to the congregation. He's got this life group. And so I really look up to him as like a spiritual leader in the church. And, you know, they obviously have achieved so many amazing things. And something I noticed with their list was the first list and the second list, the spiritual side, like quadrupled in size. Like as they were like baby Christians into that second year of of their walk, just seeing the growth and the things that they were wanting. It was like it the the physical side was hardly anything compared to the spiritual side. That the hunger was there. It's really awesome. They're really transparent and I encourage anyone out there um solo or with uh with your partner and with your family sit down and make yourself a list of goals spiritual and physical goals you have even if it's you know what month are we in april mm-hmm. may april you know do it now and then you know we plan on doing it now and then every year from now on yeah so i just think i, I don't know it was like put on my heart as we were talking about doing this list to just encourage people to do one as well because it encouraged us so much. And I think it's a really good help. I I can't wait to see how far we come in a year from now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Checking things off, watching the growth, changing, evolving, changing new goals. Like, Oh, I've met that one. Now let me meet the next one. I may have taught at a small group. Now let me teach to a big group, you know, yeah, for sure. Those kind of goals are just incredible. So, we were going to be completely open and transparent tonight and go ahead and, and make our list. Yeah. Live here. It was your idea, I think. It was. I figured if they were... Just so people don't think I'm chasing the clout or anything. Chasing <laughs> the, you know... No, if they were... I just figured they were so amazing to be so transparent with us. Like, what a step and a leap that uh, we could kind of do the same. So how should we do it? Should we do, we each do one at a time? We do one physical piece and one spiritual piece? How do you want to do it? Uh, Yeah, let's go back and forth. Okay, you, you first. You know, I like to make you go first. Put the <laughs> pressure on. Oh, we're going to start with the spiritual side or the physical side. And it's okay if you run out of things. It's just, you know, this is our first time doing this. So we'll yeah. figure it out as we do it. We're figuring it out as we go, guys. That's all, that's all we can do. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll start. Uh, well, I felt like it might have been about a year ago, maybe not even a full year ago. I deliver mail and there was some houses getting built on this, um, on this little subdivision, this little dead end cul-de-sac. And I felt like the Lord told me that we were going to have a debt-free home. So we are believing for a debt-free home and we're going to put that on the physical side. (laughs) Stole my goal. Got out from under me. I stole your <laughs> first. Should have got to it first. I gave you time. Did you? <laughs> I, I gave you a bit a minute. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're really believing for for a home. You know, we uh we're just coming to that stage and we're ready for it. So, you know, the best thing about doing this podcast and doing testimonials is sometimes. Once people start coming on, hey, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up, hit your boy up. I'm looking for some people. Um, <laughs> if you don't know me, find me from a friend of a friend or text me or whatever you got to do to get a hold of me. I'd love to have more people on. You know, some people might only come on for like a time, you know, just to share what's going on in their life or what's been what they've been through. But the beautiful thing about testimony is it never stops. 
Amen. So as we get to come on here more frequently, me and you together and me and dad and me and mom and others that I'm like a little bit closer to, we, we're going to be living our testimony out every single podcast. So we start now by saying we're living in a death-free home. And imagine if we're doing this five years down the road and we're there. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's a beautiful thing about this. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, my, uh, my car is going to be paid off. So I'm believing to, to get that done, taken care of, and walk in a season of that money coming back to us. Okay. You can go ahead and put on there uh, from my car to be paid off as well, because my car, we owe a lot more on my van than we do on your your van. You know, some people get a little uh, wishy-washy, a little scared to believe in being debt-free. And, and there's this stigma in some churches where people feel like they have they don't they can't be blessed. And we're, we're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. So I, I don't find any problem in believing in in and being debt free being debt free i want generational wealth for my children for my children's children i want to be able to bless anybody i come into contact with if it's if i see fit if the spirit leads me i don't want to be constrained to uh some amount you know so i i I, some people have problems with that and and people being wealthy but I mean, yeah, is there is there downsides if, if you let it become a downside, if you let it take over you and you're greedy about it, but I don't plan on not blessing others along the way. I think that's yeah. part of it. So God didn't want poverty for anyone. It was never his goal. Mm-hmm. You know. Um let's switch over to the the spiritual. We got a couple of the physical real quick. It's real easy to think of some physical needs you need. Um I would like to be better about praying out loud mm. because that is a very uncomfortable thing for me. Mm. So uh, something I could work on for sure. I uh, went to, I've decided to join our prayer team at the church and they have an intercessory prayer at the beginning about an hour before the service. And I, I my first time was Sunday. And it was truly awesome to get to be a part. It was a small group of people. And I would uh, encourage you to come with me sometime. It might get you uh, on your feet, you know, a little bit. My One of my spiritual goals is uh, to find my my ministry. Mm-hmm. I think this is part of it, but I don't know if it's the whole part. And, you know, as this grows, it might become a bigger part, but... Um, it's important to be used, and I just want to have more clarity on my ministry. So could you write clarity beside that or something for clarity on my... Sorry. That's okay. Working it out. Um, I'm going to go with one more before we switch. I want to finish making it through my one year. I want to mm. read the Bible fully through. I'm in a season of searching, learning. There's so much I don't know that i'm just in a hunger season to know mm-hmm. um so i want to finish that i, I want to i've been doing it every day i don't want to lose hope or get dry i want to just stay diligently seeking i want to read it the same on the 50th day or the 150th day that i read it the first day with the same heart of seeking mm. awesome 
Gotta call myself out real quick. Um, John was talking about spiritual gifts. We're starting to get into the spiritual gifts and just more of the Holy Spirit at church. And he did have a specific altar call for like clarity of your mission, clear clarity of your uh, ministry and stuff. And I didn't go up and I'm literally writing it down on my list. So <laughs> got to call myself out. Sometimes we miss the altar calls. Um, sometimes you don't feel like you're supposed to go up there. And sometimes you know you're supposed to go up there and you don't. I don't really feel like I had this huge impression to go, but I still got to call myself out a little bit. Because he did have a specific altar call for that. All right. So are we moving back to the physical side of things? Yeah. I want to get to... I don't know what an ideal weight for me is. Mm. But I I, I want to be at a healthy weight. Let's just write... I want to, uh, you know, for, for me to be at a healthy weight. I think 175 is easily doable. I really don't know. It's been so long... You know, back in the day, you know, when you met me on skin and bones, I was like 145, 150, and I'm about six foot tall. I just, I was at almost 200, and now I'm at like 189, 190, and I definitely think I could easily lose 10 to 15. So I'll have to do some research. Well, I will join you in that goal. Uh, you know, I want to be a little bit more physically fit. So you wrote for both of us to be in a healthy way? Or are you writing your own? I just want to be. In better shape. Yeah, better um, shape for sure. When we first got together, I was in really good shape, but I was really dedicated. I mean, I put a lot of time and effort into it. Now life's just been so busy. Sometimes it's really hard to make time for ourselves with the mm -hmm. kids and stuff. So I just want to take the time to, you know, make time mm -hmm. for us. Um, my big goal right now is get my teeth fixed. Mm. So that's a huge goal for me. Um, getting it done, getting it done. I'm, this is going to be <laughs> the time I'm going to get Are it you done. You writing it down? Yes. Yeah, you've had this uh, resurgence of wanting to feel better about yourself. And, you know, I always support you and tell you you don't need anything. But, hey, I mean, let's let's do what it, you know, what needs to be done. I think you're beautiful. I love you. Thank and you. And I love you. So... But yeah, I mean, obviously, we can do stuff to, you know. Well, with us having insurance now, dental. Yeah, for year, sure. It's time to just kind of get ourselves together, getting like a healthier routine, mm. almost. Of yeah, like you could write that down, healthier routine. That's a good one. Just making a priority of. Less TV time. Taking care of ourselves. Can you write down less TV time? Mm hmm Or screen time? All the screens. I've set some limits on my phone. Uh, Garrett encouraged the kids to delete an app on their phone or two that they were just spending too much time on when we were at the ramp. And I deleted one. I deleted two. And then I re-downloaded one, but it's not technically on my screen. I have to, like, type it in to get on it. Like, it's not on my home <laughs> screen. But I'm still on it too much. And the other one, I still, I have never been back on it. And for the other two or three apps I use, I have like a two hour a day. Um, it might be three hour a day. I don't remember. Two hour a day uh, time limit on. But I still catch myself like giving myself more time. So it's like I'm not really. So I got to get tightened up the, the hatches on that. Let's switch back. Switching back. I, I would like to get my word more as well. I, I don't, 
Um, I know you're reading like a specific amount every day, and that's awesome. I, I've been trying to go through Luke myself. I'm I'm in a couple chapters in the Luke, trying to read a chapter a day. Um, also, uh, prayer life, working on my prayer, um, prayer life, spending more time in prayer, just think, in general. I think I could use that too sometimes, just some more one-on-one personal Yeah, and, and not just like when I'm driving, like whenever I'm like really have a moment, you know what I mean? Like, it's awesome. Like we were talking last time about how relational your uh, walk is with God. And that's awesome. Like we should never lose that just conversational, but to set aside a specific time, you know, either in the morning at lunch at night, you know, two or three times a day, set aside, you know, 10 minutes, five, you know, whatever it is, I, I you know, before I go to bed, getting in my quiet time, spending some um, time alone in worship and prayer, um, specifically for that purpose. Um, I, I've been really wanting to get into a season of figuring out fasting. Um, I just think that's a really good way to kind of sometimes hear the Lord when you're having a really hard time. Mm. Um, they say fasting prayer, right? And, uh, you've been talking about a couple of different styles of fasting too, that yeah, you've been interested in. I, I want to do fasting, but I want to explore it on multiple levels. Like people, so many people do, um, food fast. I'd like to do, you know, that, but I'd also like to do things like financial fasting or mm-hmm. like just, um, TV fasting or some sort of fasting that when you really say financial fasting, away. you mean. I mean, not spending money on anything but necessities, like saying, hey, from this week, I'm going to buy every, like, I'm going to buy the, I'm going to eat the soup in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go pick food up. I just wanted that one to be know? clear because I, I, um, I knew what you meant, but I just wanted that one to be clear. Yeah. You know, uh, our, our, uh, Pastor Sarah, Pastor John's wife, she was talking, she's talked about it a couple of times when she shares about her fasts and it's definitely, caught your ear you've you've brought it up every time and you've brought it up a couple different times and i i'm all for it i'm all for it i probably need to put you should probably put my name down there too i need to it's good to like submit your flesh you know like hey i'm not like i don't need to overindulge every day i can go a day without eating and spend it focus on the lord or i can go a day without this and focus on the lord and and then let that grow naturally and give him more and more of your time. So you could probably write me down with the fasting or if you just wrote down fasting in general, it's we'll like, know it's for us. He's our source, you know, so when we get so dependent on other things to be our source. I just feel like we get I get off. So it's like yeah. sometimes I really need that reminder. So yeah. I really just want to be in a season of constant remembrance. That's good. I want to play more guitar. I want to get more into my guitar and worship i guess it's physical slash that's kind of one of those multi-faceted ones playing guitar is a physical thing but worship is also spiritual so um but yeah i i I talk about it and then i don't do it and i I think about it and just 15 20 minutes a day or you know i think it'd be good for me i like doing it and i could you know i could use that as a as a form of uh, entering and you know mm-hmm. the presence is always around us but just giving myself that extra awareness, awareness yes that's the word i was looking for um 
you know, for the for the physical, I'm going to put health, not just for us, but for our kids. You mm. know, the winter season comes up, they get congested a lot and stuff, too. I'm really believing for just like a healthy, healthy year. Amen. Healthy season. Yeah. You know, our boys get sick here and there, but we're blessed to have healthy boys. And we're we just going to continue believing into that. It's okay to write stuff on the list that you're walking in and 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 continue to walk in, I think. Yeah, I don't think this one's coming off the list anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I think that should go on every list. Health. We want health every year for those that we love, too. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, you know, our sons, but our parents and our friends. And then, oh, that's one. Uh, to form closer relationships. Um, Which side is that going? Man, I, I mean, that could be both as well, because I, I think we need... Uh, strong relationships with brothers and sisters in, in Christ. And I also think, you know, that's a physical thing as well. I just, uh, you know, it's like, I need that. I agree. I agree that it's important because it's like, sometimes you need like a physical connection, right? You need like a coffee date or like you need just some time away where you need you people can you can confide in. Really, but you do want to find the right people. It's kind of like, um, Kind of like whenever, like you say, we're ever frustrated with each other, Mm -hmm. right? You don't, I wouldn't want to just vent that to anyone, right? We talk about it first and Mm -hmm. say we need some time to talk about it with someone else. We are trying to cool down. Mm. I would definitely would want to go to a sister who supports our marriage, right? Right. Rather than going to someone else who says, oh, we'll just, you know, he doesn't know what you're talking about. He can't figure it out. I'd rather have somebody who says like, hey... Maybe you should look at it from his perspective. You want your marriage to work. This is working. Maybe you should take a step back or maybe this is a better way to look at it and get the right type of advice from someone who has the same goal in mind as I do rather than coming to the world's version who says, well, maybe he doesn't love you the way that somebody else says rather than saying, well, maybe he does love you the way that God wants him to love you. You just can't see it right now. And how huge is that? How huge is that influence that A lot of the world, uh, worldly friendships will tell you that kind of stuff. Like if I was like complaining to a bro, he'd be like, oh, well, she doesn't know or whatever. And it's kind of the same thing. Men and women obviously do it a little bit differently, but it's kind of like if you're not careful, they'll they'll bash your significant other. I mean, I've seen when we used to, you know, when Zach and Bree were together and we were hanging out with them a lot, you know, you'd see certain friends come around Zach and they would just, you know, crap all over Bree every time mm-hmm. they were around and you know there was a season where i i caught myself doing it and i had to stop and say you know i need to be supportive yeah. and, and and be more of a mediate um mediator. you know mediator rather than uh and you know there are times where you got to give them the tough truth if it's yeah. you know but finding good godly people you're going to get a lot more truth from them than you are because the world will tell you oh you're right and you're all right sometimes you know especially a girlfriend or a best friend, they they can do that. Sometimes they don't even try to see the situation, you know, and it's like, that's not necessarily what, what I need, <laughs> you right. know, so I want to be wise in that. That's why I don't believe in just venting to anyone and everyone. It's really more of pu- private matters that sometimes you, you, you do the one and then you kind of look for an advice rather than just looking for someone to bash <laughs> with. Mm. That's where it gets at hand i think sometimes mother and father mentor ish style relationships are super important 
But sometimes even like with my dad or, you know, my mom, I can tell them a lot, but there's still some stuff I don't, it's a little bit easier for me to share with someone more my age group. So mm -hmm. I think that all that you just said was really good stuff. That was really good stuff. So yeah, better friendships, closer friendships. Okay. I feel like we're finding some mm -hmm. and we're like surface level figuring it out. And I just believe that God's going to make, let, let them grow naturally. Yeah. So anyways. You got anything else? Probably. Mm -hmm. My last big one is just having a little bit more compassion. Hmm. Compassion's huge. Because sometimes um, I'm just so calculated. Hmm. I have one of those brains that's just... um step-by-step and step order kind of thing that sometimes I forget to dial back. Um, and sometimes I need to be better about that. Maybe not just taking a step-back approach, but taking a more, you know, loving approach. Um, I could do better. I want to work on my language. Physical. I mean, it does have spiritual ramifications as well but just you know work on my language we slip up we gotta you know tighten it up tighten up the ship yeah we got small kids you know it ain't gonna be long and right. they're gonna figure that out too you let something slip and you just kind of look at the you we just look at caleb the two almost two year old like uh is he gonna say that one so there i think go. we could work on that and we do try to catch each other sometimes, but, you know, we are definitely not perfect people, so. Yeah, you know, just something that I don't think it's going to be tough. I think it's just, you know, just a mindset thing and just changing. You know, part of the reason people curse, I feel like, is more of like they don't have any other words to say. So me working on my vocabulary in general will help me not cuss as much because I'll have other words to say. It's kind of just a filler word for a lot mm -hmm. of people. So... Rather than just use filler words, I just got to speak better. You know what I mean? Not like literally and metaphorically, like just, you know, so that's just something that I think that would be easy. You just get, you know, it's probably from talking too fast because you just get talking to where you're not even thinking and then they just start slipping because there's nothing else to fill in the gap. So get a thesaurus and start studying and <laughs> start looking at words. Or just slowing down. Or just slow, man. We don't gotta talk so much. I don't gotta talk so much. I should, I should say that. Yeah, just slowing down. Nothing wrong with the slowdowns. I have this social awkwardness around me sometimes where I just start gut running my mouth. It depends on what kind of situation I'm in, depending on who I'm around. But sometimes if I'm, you know, I, I catch myself just kind of going for it. You're quick to talk, and I'm more slow to talk. <laughs> so yeah, my sometimes moment. there's some balance, you know. Sometimes we swap off. So before we're still we're still going to be on this list, but I, I kind of want to jump into this this verse real quick and kind of tell a little story. If that's okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I a buddy from church texted me. I'm going to try to keep names out of it until I have him on, and we can talk about him more if he comes on. But uh, we're kind of like forming a, a friendship. We we haven't really known each other for very long. He just kind of like appeared one day and next thing you know we've, we've we've talked more and uh he texted me friday before danny's uh live group 
And, and we just started talking. And he asked me if like, I had gotten anything out of the word this week or if the Lord had put anything on my heart. And I didn't really have anything good to tell him. But I knew I was struggling with something. And so I wanted to let him know. And so I, we talked about it. I told him what I was struggling with. And uh, then that's that very same night, you know, we're kind of coming into agreement without even realizing it. Just, you know, you know, I said, I'll pray for you. You pray for me kind of thing. And then uh, Danny's talking about agreement and he was reading in Matthew and he read in Matthew 18 and he read a little bit more than what I'm going to read. But I'm just going to read from verse 19. It says, again, I say to you that. If two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And it was like immediate confirmation. So I just wanted to share that little bit about agreement. So it will be done. It will be done. Not maybe. Mm -hmm. And if you agree on earth concerning anything. So. You want to put that on the list? What? What you're letting go of? Yeah, let's put it on the list. Okay. <laughs> I don't know um, how much I want to dive into it because it's a long process of stuff I've been dealing with. But something I've struggled with is alcohol. So... I've been better, and I'm getting better every day, so we're a work in progress. So I'll probably dive into that in a different episode. You're there. But yeah, you know, you just got to work some of this stuff out, you know. I mean, I guess we can dive into it a little bit. We're here. Um, Back when me and you first got together, I was a heavy uh, pothead. I smoked a lot of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know when I started smoking marijuana exactly, but we met when we were 19. Mm-hmm. Easily had at least a year or two under my belt of smoking heavy. Um, I was buying buying by the ounce, smoking just all the time with my buddies. And um, shortly, I mean, gosh, probably like three to six months after we met, I got arrested. I didn't get arrested, but I got pulled over for revving my engine too loud of course god god just needed to wake me up a little bit that mustang um me and my old mustang gt i had uh <laughs> a mustang a newer a newer year mustang pulled into the huck sparking lot across from work for me and read their engine loud and it sounded like junk so i had to show him what's up i knew the cop was in the parking lot but i didn't really expect him to pull me over I revved it a little too loud i got these big old rain boots on from from work so i used to work at chick-fil-a and we would get the floor super wet. So I wore these big old high, thick, heavy boots. And I probably kind of slipped on the gas a little bit. He told me I I uh, burned out, but I know I didn't. It doesn't matter. 
long story short is that led to me having to uh be on uh drug tests for six months i was in like the diversion program mm -hmm. they uh it was basically six months of peeing in a cup to avoid getting the misdemeanors all together so that led to me not being able to smoke so i turned to drinking which at the time i i didn't even like it when i first started drinking i mean i really wasn't even drinking when we first met yeah i maybe drank a handful of times with some buddies and never really liked it. It wasn't my thing. It was gross. So, well, I got used to it pretty quick. And then it kind of led to a really big downward spiral for like a couple of years. And I was just thinking I was partying, but it really was part of the hardest years of our relationship was whenever I was really heavily doing it. We were living together and anyways, so it's gotten better and it continues to get better, but you know, it's one of those things I don't think I can just do, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. So I think just for the best, I should just put all sobriety into one basket and just stay sober. I think it's just going to be the best for me. Oh, uh, you can write nicotine on there too. I was uh, way too young and dumb to be smoking cigarettes and, you know, that was the thing to do. So a bunch of me and my buddies started smoking cigarettes. I've vaped, I've dipped. Uh, I currently am giving up dip. So being really honest on here. You know, it's, you know, like I said, part of the testimony is you're walking it out as we go. I don't claim to be perfect. It's tough sometimes, you know, when you're young, you know, I'm no saint. <laughs> I smoked a lot too. So I, and I was a bad influence on people and I hate, and I regret it. And I, all I can do is change who I am now. And, um, you know, I had people influencing me badly and I was influencing others badly. And, you know, I, I convinced myself that weed wasn't bad. I convinced myself that it wasn't a gateway drug. And the older I get, the more I realize how wrong I was. It's causing people to go schizophrenic. The marijuana nowadays is a lot stronger and it's causing people to go schizophrenic. It's causing a lot of issues in um, younger adult males. And it's like, wow, God saved me from some stuff. I could have gotten really messed up and jacked up from it without even realizing. And it is a gateway drug because there's not anyone out there I would bet almost almost nobody who does all the harder drugs who won't smoke weed so regardless of whether or not you do those drugs the likelihood of you being around another drug while smoking marijuana even if that's all you and your buddies do is huh. it, it's a hundred percent i mean i i mean i think it is and it might not be but it's got to be 95 because i know there's been a bunch of times me and you've smoked marijuana and there's been other stuff around yeah so it it, it is a gateway drug in the fact of the matter that is, and especially whenever back in our day, you know, it's still illegal in a lot of states, but it's technically legal in Illinois, which is like a 10 minute drive for us. So people could get it a little bit more legally now than they could back in the day. But back in the day, when you're getting it from, you know, drug dealers, a lot of drug dealers would have other stuff. Yeah, it's sketchy. So... Yeah, just definitely like, just put you around people you don't want to be around. I'm, you know, I was talking to my dad about this the other day, about how 
we're talking about having closer friendships. And I was like, you know, I think God's kind of been keeping me away from a lot of people. Like, ever since Zach's died, I haven't really been super, super close to anybody. You know, obviously me and you are super close, and I have a couple people that I'm close to. But uh, ever since me and we stopped hanging out with them, our friend group hasn't been huge. So when John and them talk and, and pastors talk about, you know, your influences can be bad on you. I've been my worst influence out of anybody. Cause I haven't really been around a lot of people doing stupid stuff. And I think that's kind of God preparing me for a new season. You know what I mean? So it's just when you're young, you know, it's just a good time. You think no big deal. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh Oh, you know, what was just fun drinking is like, uh oh, we're drinking during the day, you know. And so it's like some of those things where it's like, it is fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're young, you don't think about those things. You don't think like, oh, well, later on, I'm, I might still want it. You know, you just think like, I'm just going to go out. Like, I've had a hard day at work. Like, I'm just going to have a beer. I don't think anyone takes their first drink or first hundred drinks with, with the thought in their mind, I'm going to be an alcoholic. No, but you really don't realize the switch either. Yeah, yeah. The you know? Like, no, absolutely. I don't think anybody thinks that. And then you'd be surprised at how many people you would catch early into their drinking. You say, hey, get that up and see their reaction. Because a lot of them would fight you on it. Yeah. And they'd already realize, like, oh, wow, I have a, this already has, has a, a grip on, on me. me. And it gets a grip on you quick. It does. And that's part of that identity, knowing who you are. It's one of those things where you think, oh, well, I'm just giving myself a break. And then it's not going to be long. You're like, oh, I need deliverance. <laughs> like, I need help with some. You know, you shared something amazing last time about how you had some anger built up in you. And, and you had to kind of give it away and, and ask God to take it from you because you couldn't handle it anymore. And that's a big part of getting rid of, you know, being sober or, or getting rid of, like, trials and a big part of this list is going to be us having to give up some stuff to god yeah because he's not going to just take it for you you got to give it to him yeah. as soon as you give it to him he'll Open give arms. you he'll give what did john talk about sunday you know you give him at he'll give you beauty for the ashes so you'll you'll give him your ashes you'll give him the leftovers and he's going to give you beautiful he's going to give you a garment of praise i believe that's in isaiah 61 i think but uh, it's like he's just I believe waiting. it's in Isaiah. I don't know exactly what chapter it is, but you get you know we we gotta give it away, give it away. He's red hot chili peppers, take, you know. So, but it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to let go. You know, there's yeah. comfortability in that. So, as a guy, I know it's like to like not want to share what people like what you're going through. It's, it was hard to even talk about that just for a split second. Um, you feel ashamed, you feel, you know, you know, it's, it's like, it's like with suicidal ideation too. Like guys don't feel like they can talk about their mental health issues and anything, anyone out there who's dealing with any kind of addiction or mental, you know, suicidal ideation, depression, anxiety, like share it with somebody. There's someone who's willing to listen and they won't judge you for a second. Cause as soon as I told that guy at church about what I was dealing with, he didn't, and and he's he's very spiritually like aware. He didn't try to beat me up over the head with a Bible. He was very encouraging. He said, "Hey, man, this is something a lot of people struggle with." 
you know, so it, he was ama- amazingly, and, and there's people out there who will be encouragement for you. It's one of those things. It's you like- got to ask for it. You got to ask for some help sometimes. And, and God will bring people to you. God is a huge help. Your, your spiritual father will break the chains and then he can surround you with people physically that give you more of a, a, a relational walk with people around you to grow you spiritually and physically. You know what I mean? You just need to, sometimes just being filled with something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a huge thing. Boredom. Boredom will make you do a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's probably why I was getting so high whenever I was 18 was because I was bored all the time. But different seasons, you know, coming into different seasons for parents now. You know, it's so funny um, how you don't even, you remember not even liking it sometimes. Like you were just sitting there like paranoid and, and like, oh, I did not even like feeling it. that way. Hating it. After we had hating the, it. After we had the kids, you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to feel anxiety like that anymore. I was like, yeah, the weed's not been as hard. I, you know, the alcohol, I, I mean, you know, people say weed's not addictive. I, I think it can be, but I definitely know alcohol is more addictive for sure. And nicotine, I think, is too. But that's not to say that not all of it isn't addictive to each person differently. Yeah, different people have different personality types. Some cling to some things a little more. I definitely think that's a thing. Yeah, I definitely think I have a, yeah, that thing. It's almost like, sometimes I wonder if it's like somewhat genetic, you know. It's so funny. I hear my dad talk about, you know, his brief, brief years of getting high and drinking a little bit. And how he just got, he just started getting headaches one day and he just kind of just gave up drinking. And I think it's so funny. It's like, I didn't get it from him. <laughs> Unless he skipped a couple generations or something. Um, the thing with the alcohol that's also kind of makes me feel ashamed is like no one in my family ever did it growing up. Like there was never like a, a person to look up to who did it. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. no real reason to do it. Other than just me doing it with friends. And I don't know, maybe people who are around him more are more uh, against doing it. I've heard a lot of people who had such alcoholic backgrounds that they're like against it to the to the utmost. So I don't know. I, that There's just things that can really start babbling in your brain. Like you can really start beating yourself up over stuff, every little thing. And you just got to give it to God, all of it. All your insecurities, all your shortcomings, and, you know, just start changing who you are because it's not going to happen overnight. You know, the beautiful thing about Danny and Christy's story is, like, I can't wait to have him on one day about how their business was on the brink of bankruptcy and how God saw, like, it wasn't an easy path for them. No, it wasn't. But I got I got been getting in my head about this podcast all week long, thinking what else, what else am I going to talk? I already feel like I'm running out of stuff to say. I'm getting so in my head the 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 enemy is trying to beat me down and get me unenthused, feel like I'm not worthy of it, this that and all of it, and it's like why are you like? Sometimes it takes a grind to get anything started. You can't give up. So I've been hearing Danny talk Friday was a really uplifting for me. Sometimes it's just that constant pursuit when you don't feel it. 
is whenever you're so close. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you feel so wore down and so drug out, it's like that's when you're right there. If you can just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Like God is like right there. Yeah. Because he's pulling you out of the valley. Hold on a little bit longer. And uh, I think that's such a beautiful that's such a beautiful thing. Do you got anything else? Can I look at it? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to recap for everybody what we got on here. I'm going to start with the physical stuff. We got a debt-free home. By the way, we rent from my brother right now, and we're in a trailer. So that gives you guys an idea of where we're at with our debt-free home. We don't have a home yet. So anyways, uh, car paid off. You're close. We'll have your car paid off in like a couple Couple months, months. right? And Mm -hmm. then my car, I know we owe quite a little bit more on, which is the next thing, my car. Uh, to get to a healthy weight, both of health, both mm-hmm. of health, okay, uh, for better shape. Some of those are just like little side tag downs. Okay, I got you. Uh, fix my front teeth, healthy routine, less TV, screen time. Can I have one thing? Sure. I, I want to put my CPA on the physical. Oh, yeah, I was I was going to mention that to you. Play more guitar. Health. To, uh, to form better language. Alcohol, sobriety, nicotine. You're going to put your CPA. Yes. Jody is studying for her CPA. Some of this one across. So that's oh, I didn't read the other side, did I? You want it on both, so I just kind of. Wrote it towards my <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so Jerry's working on her CPA testing now. It is a grind. It feels like school is a forever grind. <laughs> so then on the spiritual side, we have praying out loud, finding Daniel's ministry, ministry or clarity on that, and then um, finish reading the Bible all the way through. Daniel and his word more. I like how you didn't write your name on any of these. You just wrote my name on some. <laughs> well, I know if your name's not on there, it's mine. <laughs> prayer life. One-on-one prayer time. Uh, fasting. Worship more. Relationships. To form better relationships. That's where the one I kind of skipped over from. That's why I said to form better language. It was to form better relationships. And then compassion. Anything else? Well, you got anything else? Yeah, I I mean, you got to put spiritual gifts on there to, to grow in spiritual gifts. Some of you guys think tongue talkers are crazy, but we believe that there is a spiritual language. We do. And uh, I, I want to grow in that. And then obviously there's more than that. There's healing, there's miracles, there's wisdom, there's knowledge, there's prophecy. There's a lot of things we can walk in. Um, so walking in our spiritual gifts, sparking in our potential and how much lost potential, you know, what's out there. Yeah. I was going to see if I could, um, see some stuff. John, John had such a good sermon. You know, sometimes I want to just like listen and see better. You know, sometimes we just miss it. Sometimes I just want to not miss the moment. Awareness, spiritual awareness is huge. I was going to try to see if I saw anything on here from John. I have such chicken scratch. 
anyways. Can you think of anything else? I think that's a good start. All right. You want to wrap it up? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? We're cutting it a little early, but. Not that I can think of. It doesn't have to always go an hour. Sometimes it might go longer. So anyways, we'll wrap it up for today. Um, If you guys, like I said earlier, if you guys want to be on here, I'm really looking for some people to uh, be willing to share their testimony. God's given you a testimony. God's given you some stuff that you, yes, a voice, things you've been through specifically to find the way to God. It's given you character and who knows what your story could do for someone else. So if you come to church, just come up to me. If you don't know me, but you know someone who does know me, just find find me somehow. And, you know, I'll get my information out there eventually, but I don't want to do it on the podcast. So if you guys like it, like what you guys are hearing, please subscribe so you can keep up with us on a weekly basis and uh, share it with your friends on social media. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you.